Welcome to Sermons Online at Mantino Church of the Nazarene in Mantino, Illinois. We hope you enjoy today's service from Sunday, May 10th, 2020 with pastors Ken Garner and Tim McGuire. Today's sermon from the third in our I Worship series is I Worship Gods. I will be reading from Psalm 31, verses 1 through 5, say, O Lord, I have come to you for protection. Don't let me be disgraced. Save me, for you do what is right. Turn your ear to listen to me. Rescue me quickly. Be my rock of protection, a fortress where I will be safe. You are my rock and my fortress. For the honor of your name, lead me out of this danger. Pull me from the trap my enemies set for me, for I find protection in you alone. I entrust my spirit into your hand. Rescue me, Lord, for you are a faithful God. Verses 15 through 16 say, My future is in your hands. Rescue me from those who hunt me down relentlessly. Let your favor shine on your servant, and in your unfailing love, rescue me. This is the third week of our series, I Worship. And uh, Pastor Tim joined us the first week. He's our creative arts pastor. And we kind of, we talked about a lot of things and we kind of honed in towards the end of that week that the beginning of what it means to worship is just that, do I trust God? Do I trust God not to torture me, not to take away my freedom, but to give me more life? Like Jesus said, he's come to give us more life. And do we really trust God to do that? And when we give him that trust, then we begin to worship right there. Then last week we talked with Seth and Alicia Betts at Recharge Coffee here in Mantino, Illinois, and they their lives have been radically changed and loved by God, and they just want to love God back, and they want to love other people. And so worship for them is love. They are going to love and make a difference that way. Um, This week here, we just heard the scripture from Exodus chapter 20, where they're on Mount Sinai, the Israel's all around there, and God is giving them the Ten Commandments. And the first one is, you shall have no other gods before me. And I think that presents a problem. I think that presents a problem. I don't know if it's for us or if it's for God or for whom it is, the other gods, uh, because that seems to be really difficult. And so you talked about this uh, just a little bit uh, in the office about that that competition for yeah. first place God in our lives. Mm-hmm. Who, so, who who gets the who gets the the head of the table speech? Who <laughs> yeah? If you put your voices that you have in your head around a piece of you know around a yeah dinner table, who gets the the head table? Who gets to say Johnny, you cut the meat and hey. Yeah, you know, who says the head prayer? Um, who, who is established as first? I know it brings up that whole thing, like that that there is something else, and there really isn't anything else. There is God, but we only have what we know to go on. Right. So those first people who he's speaking to have gods that they have in their house and gods they have on their. They're, you know, right. whatever gods, they got gods for, there isn't another one. Is see what he's trying to say? Right. There isn't another one. And uh, so what are, what are some of the gods here in 2020, or if you want to go back a few years, because I, I, however long you want, yeah. what are some gods that, that you've wrestled with? Oh, sure. I, um, I'll think too, so I won't just leave you okay. out there in the vulnerable right. I'll moment. come up with all of them. So, <laughs> 
No, there's a, there's a, um, a want to be recognized. That, right. That, wow. That is a pretty intense thing you can chase with your whole life if you want mm-hmm. to. Um, like, please, somebody notice, please, somebody notice me. Notice and then, me. then, like, as of a couple weeks ago when I said, then you'll slap, you know, and God thinks that's good. And we right, praise right. God that you yeah. all recognize me, whatever that is. And um, how, we'll kind of mix that in to, we'll cook that into something that's almost yeah. recognizable. It'll please these people and please myself and please others. And that one is a, is a rough one, especially right. for musicians that are, please hear me, please yes. hear my song. Well, mm-hmm. in art, any form of art, music, vocal, whatever it is, it's incredibly personal. Yeah. And so to, to tell you that's no good yeah. or that's not right sure. or something like that, that's got to be difficult. It's like, no, it's right because it came from here. And um, Covet, coveting, yeah. coveting other people's stuff seems like a simple one. Yeah. But, man. What, what, do you, what, what stuff do you, There's that other people have that. do you want? I don't know, but I remember that my junior high science guy taught us about how people paint something a different color yeah. and then come back and make you feel bad about the fact that you have last year's yeah. Uh, yeah. color. Yep. And uh, so, you know, everybody knows that we do this. I want the, you know, iPhone with the highest number. I want. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I want. Yes. You know, like I, whatever that is. And it can become, that chase can become, you know, noise that you can't hear the head guy at the table talk you know, or whatever. And we started and it, adding that. Why do we, yeah, it's, that, it's the why do we want it? And yeah. I, I know that like when this race for all the gods is on, I can go, well, this will help me do my ministry better. Yeah. You know, yeah. this, this will help me be a better dad. This will help me keep track of my kids better. This yeah. will help me. And so God, are you okay with that? And so like, yeah. and now it's like, God, will you approve what mm-hmm. I'm competing for? Um, I've struggled with image. Uh, we've, you know, we've mentioned that even on MC Meets here before, just, you know, how dress and, you know, all that kind of stuff. So image has been something like, okay, how do other people see me? Even during this pandemic, it's like, am I working hard enough? Am I working enough? Uh, Because I I don't want any of my people to think I'm being lazy. You know, I'm, I'm, so that type of a thing, I've got a whole staff and you guys are busting your tail ends to figure out ministry. And I'm like, am I working hard enough? I don't want them to think that I'm not working hard enough. And so, uh, because I've always that competition. I'm competitive. Sure. And so there's got to be a first place. And I've, um, so that, for me, is difficult. And even when I grew up, I heard people talk about, well, is God on the throne in your heart? <laughs> is God the king of your life? Yeah. And it's like, well, no, that girlfriend is, or that trophy is, yeah. or trying to do this or that was. And um, so there was always a lot of guilt associated with that. And so, and God, I mean, I, I don't necessarily see God here, but I can see you and whether yeah. you like me or not. Sure. And so I just think there's a lot of competition in our world, yeah. and it breeds a lot of little gods mm-hmm. that we don't always realize it's taking first place in our life. Um, it's a massive uprising against parents who 
do travel ball on Sunday over the last right. 10 years. Right. You know, like, or, or, you know, kids sports got just hooked up over the last even 20 years, you know, Sunday morning was sometimes football or soccer or right. something. And, and, uh, there was an uprising about Sunday morning and, of course. you know, they, yeah. there was a big fight about who's first. Or, I swore my kids would never play Sunday soccer. Yeah. I moved to Michigan as a youth pastor and my whole youth group was playing Sunday soccer and I'm like, never going to happen. My kid was six months old <laughs> and, uh, and somewhere in sixth grade when I was still my kid's coach and I was still teaching beginning soccer to new kids coming in and they weren't complaining. My kid wasn't complaining, but he just looked at me and I'm like, I'll get you on a travel team. <laughs> it was like, oh no, I beat, I did it. So, um, but there's all those things because yeah. we're competing. Yeah. It's like, am I robbing my kid of an opportunity sure. to play in World Cup? Am I uh, robbing my kid a chance of getting a scholarship? And ultimately, am I a bad parent if I do or if I don't? And so the, all those things are competing and they're all little gods going, Ken, do this. Teresa, do this. Yeah. And it's like, which God do I listen uh, to and, and try to please? Kind of to close this section up. Yeah. The weird part about it is that he's, he's peaceful. And everything that he does has peace in it. Wow. And so you can go run at being a pastor and you can mm -hmm. go run at being whatever you want. You can go run at a parent. You can fight stuff, whatever. But what follows in his wake is the peace that passes all understanding that guards your heart. And no one can Good. see it. No one can see it when you're in. Whatever. Or understand it. So let's right. get into that the next section. Yeah, we will. A um, lot of competition. Who's going to be first place? Who's going to win? Who are we really competing against? Yeah. And where do we find peace? Hi, my name is Ashley Nagoda. Hi, Hi this, this is, is Bill and Kathy, Kathy Griner. My name is Mark Mountain. Hi, my name is Hi. My name is Cole Doolittle. Hi, I'm Amanda Mountain. And I worship God. Uh, I worship God. I worship God. And I worship God. And I worship God. By showing His love through my actions. For example, for my third grade students in the elementary classroom, I share His love by the things that I say and the things that I do. Just by trying to be aware of His presence all throughout the day. Constantly looking, seeking the Lord. Amen. My prayer life and finding ways to support and serve others. And through witnessing creation and commitment to personal relationships. Through Christian music and spending time outside in nature. My name is Cameron and I worship God by performing simple acts of kindness to the world around me. I will be reading Exodus chapter 20 verses 1 through 3. Then God gave the people all these instructions. I am the Lord your God, who rescued you from the land of Egypt, the place of your slavery. You must not have any other God but me. I will also be reading John chapter 10, verse 10. The thief's purpose is to steal and kill and destroy. My purpose is to give them a rich and satisfying life. It is well, talks a lot about peace that, like you said, yeah. There's something about that peace that under, passes understanding when we are following in the wake of God. Sure. Um, so how do we get people to, to follow that peace and to trust that peace when there's all these other gods or com competitions clamoring for their attention? How do we get people 
to go that direction. Yeah. Yeah, it's a it seems to be an, an upper level class in in life. <laughs> okay. To get to the place where you where peace tends to be help you guide. It's a part of your map app, whatever that is. It's You're, part yeah. of Part of how it is that you find out where you're going. Google Maps, MapQuest yeah. yeah, for yeah, the yeah. old timers. Yeah, I had a of friend. Us. I have a friend that always said, "Follow the peace." Follow, follow the peace. The and peace. Uh, and uh, it's uh, it's interesting that that's in the wake of of great decisions. If you remember the story of Zechariah, was yeah John the Baptist's dad? Yeah, Luke one. Yeah. So after his thing, where he gets just smited for not listening or whatever for nine months he gets to talk and his first speech comes out and right at the end of luke yeah so zachariah's a priest yeah he's in the temple in the holy of holies and an angel appears and says your wife at 100 years old almost is gonna have a child yeah and not quite that old but i mean and he laughs and yeah. the angel says well since you laughed you're not going to be able to talk yeah. until the baby's born until this stuff go. comes to pass yeah and in the end of that, he, he worships God and he says, he puts him up on the high and says, look, this road is to peace. It's, it's the road to peace. That is the very last words of that thing. Yeah. And uh, ever since then, I've been thinking about part of our worship scenario is, is this kind of moat that happens out of, out, of, out of God's motorboat going in front of you is this peace that passes all understanding, that guards your heart and comes in and... Um, uh, it seems to be anti-frantic, yeah. anti-chaos. Well, because a moat, I mean, yeah. go with your, your picture yeah. there, a moat. Uh, what's in a moat? A wake. There's alligators in a moat. Oh, moat. Yeah. you got to <laughs> yeah, cross yeah. it to get it to yeah. the safety of the castle. Yeah, you yeah. don't want to be in the moat. And frankly, in life, lots of times, like right now during this pandemic even, we feel like we're in the moat. Yeah. And if we don't get, if the boat doesn't go the right direction or we can't get, we get out of the boat, we, there's a franticness to yeah. life right now. Yeah, we want to fix and make things perfect. Yeah. So how did, how did you make that jump? Like, you know, Google Maps, you know, like... Um, it, it, how did you make that jump from, am I worried about God charting a different course? Is God going to take me to the same place that I want to go? Or is that not the right question to ask? How, yeah. how did you get there? Well, thanks for thinking that I am there. I okay. appreciate that. Well, that was, that was very that was good. Yeah, I, they're good. I appreciate the fact that you're using the tenses that you use. Okay. There. How are you getting there? Um, yeah, how am I getting there? On a good day. Because so. there is, there is a, a, there is a, I don't have this together all, all yet. Um, Amen, yeah. I, I'm kind of, yeah, I've heard people talk about how dogs uh, get on a scent and they run back and forth. Okay, and right. They run back and forth um, and they pick up the scent of what they're looking for and they tend to whatever get yes. closer. And I feel like that. I feel like I'm, I pass by peace and, and it, and. I wondered why you never walked straight. I know. No, just and kidding, never, so. yeah, no, I, do, I do a lot of this, like, not so, now, not now. It can be God over okay. my shoulder nudging okay. me to do something. I'll be like, not now. I'm, I'm on something. So going back yeah. to the first week, yeah. we was like, are you done yet, Tim? Yeah, are you, are you done? done yet? Are you right? done? No, 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 no. I'm on. I'll okay. find it. Don't worry. Let me, let me do this. And uh, um, the biggest tragedies that I know, the biggest failures that I know, are all because I just felt like I got this. Yeah. Um, I didn't follow peace. All I did was like get used to pandemonium and, and chaos and 
whatever, and I would just stay in it because at least it was comfortable wow. and I knew about you it. You know that, so it's easier to stay it's, with yeah. that than the unknown. I'll take a, I'll take bad. Right. I'll take bad because I understand it, or I, I don't know. It just we feels it better all than, the time. You know. People that us were used to the pandemonium, we're used to the the anxiety, the create whatever it may be, and peace is too hard to like do i deserve this how do i so yeah you you talked to me because we were kind of arguing a little bit about the concept of first place <laughs> we right? argue yeah. yeah so we um we argue it was polite you it's know. good all good theology all arguments good. are yeah. polite right so That's but we were do. discussing whether the concept was right or not like god has first place and i'm like no i don't even want to talk about it like that anymore because that means that there's a competition mm -hmm. and there is no competition. God is just everything. Yeah. And, uh, and so we were talking about that and then you texted me back and you said, my intent was more about who owns the map quest, the Google maps of your life, sees further ahead mm -hmm. and the freedom God gives to us to set courses and try plans when our deepest conversations are with him while we're doing that, as opposed to adding him on after we've already charted the course. Yeah. So why is there freedom in that? Oh my goodness. Oh my, I, um, I had a child and I watched the child run into a door. I watched a child flop out of bed. I watched a child make all the big mistakes and I felt it. I understood it just because of that relationship I could see how God looks at me, run into stuff, and just, you know, the are you done yet comes out of him, slaps, he'll pick me up again and put the ball back in my hand and let me try again, just like a good dad, a good, good father, whatever. I, I, I love the fact that what's in that is this confidence mm. to try and to breathe and then to Ooh. even be settled in peace. Like, like if he gives you peace, stay there for a second and don't move until until you see what it is that, that he's seeing for you because... That's hard for us, that... Yeah, you can't frantic your way into the right answer, you know, you just Find the peace, stay there. It's weird, and that's, that it follows worship, and for me, when I begin to think about where we're gonna, we're gonna you know, have a corporate time where we're gonna mm -hmm. sing together, um, I know when I'm in trouble. I know when it's nuts, and so I just have to stop and breathe or corner you in your office and yeah. you're like, Ken, listen to nine stories right now. I have nothing to do, Tim. Come on. Yeah. Hurt, no. Come on. <laughs> and let him have nine stories and empty the gun. It's um, normally just eight, but yeah, that's all right. Whatever. So. <laughs> whatever. Yeah. So um, in this like COVID-19 time that we're in and uh, we were just trying to like what is something that's real that we all have to deal with that kind of helps to illustrate this and you know i i wear this every time i go anywhere now and in our state the state of illinois it's, it's a law now if i'm not in here i'm like if i'm out and about i'm supposed to have this on i shouldn't be in any store unless i'm wearing yeah. one of these things and, and i was out yesterday and uh, I counted four people. I'm like, how'd they even get in the store, right? And I'm <laughs> yeah. thinking, what is your problem? But it, for me, I understand that because, you know, the country, there's people talking about the government can't tell me what to do. They're taking away my freedom. Okay, I get that. But I was in Ace Hardware. And I've got a lot of friends and people that I know that work there. 
And at the time, there weren't a lot of people wearing masks, and, and I had one on, and I'm like, it's not about me. Yeah. I've got friends behind the counter. Yeah. And friends walking me down the aisle to show me where things are at, it's about them. And it became something totally different. Like you said earlier, when John F. Kennedy said, ask not what your country can do for you, but what you can do for your country. Yeah. And it, it shifted inside of me to where I didn't feel like, oh, I'm just caving in, wearing the mask. But there's, aren't you glad his quote wasn't, that guy's an idiot. Yeah, right. So, <laughs> you know what I mean? It, like it, it just became it much bigger. Yeah, he, he cut right through history with, with truth. And we stare at it, and you wonder where that comes from. And for me, now, I know, in the little later on, as you kind of start to follow Jesus, you recognize his thumbprints on stuff. Right. And I don't know if he, if John F. Kennedy even knew it. Yeah. But if you're looking for good and perfect, when it happens, everybody kind of gets it. It gets quoted. It gets put in marble. And, yeah. you know, I have a dream. That, and he went after something way opposite of it. We all Nobody know. loved it I while it was happening. Um, and then, so I'm staring at, um, you're going to know the truth and the truth is going to make you free. And at some point or another, it's going to be wrapped in some kind of peace in the middle of your scenario. And it really is kind of a, a Jedi be still, yeah. you know, like don't move until you see him. Um, those decisions don't, don't carry regret and don't carry the, the freaky harried part of, of, um, getting left behind or not being enough or having to prove yourself or having more words be the thing that we that is needed or more money or more anything and um, here we get it and we search for it but God's the whole time still saying I have more are you done yeah and, are you done yet come on come on come on come on you know and it's surrounded with peace and it says it all through the Bible you know and it's not about do this I've got one plan for your life, and you've got to do exactly what yeah. I want. You don't have any freedom. It's more about what we talk about at Christmas time that God became one of us. He showed up physically, he, and He said all through the Bible, He wants to be part of our lives, that He camped out among us. And it's more mm -hmm. that God's camped out on the journey with us, yeah. and, um, and we're talking back and forth about, should I go that way or should I go that way? And, and uh, it's more about he's here than it is about um, he's trying to take away my freedom. Yeah. And so we can trust him when he goes, I don't know if I would turn that way if I were you. Yeah. And it's like, no, but it'll be fun. It's like, it may not be. So um, I know for me that that peaceful comes when I'm living for an audience of one. Sure. And that's not everybody else. If I'm trying to make you like me, if I'm trying to make Brian or Jake or Lexi, or if, if I'm trying to make all of those, trying to please all of those people or what I think they want me to do, mm -hmm. I don't find any peace. Mm -hmm. I'm in my head. I'm nuts. But if I can stop yeah. long enough and just think and breathe yeah. and get back to audience of one, sure, God who gave up everything to come camp out in my life, mm -hmm. then in that moment of worship, I find peace. Yeah. And my life becomes different. Sure. And we're going that direction. Yeah. And then 
he's part of everything. Pastor Amy's kids' message last week was, here's my life, and little Linnae, who's much cuter than me, yeah. she's putting the tea in there. I have no idea how old these tea bags are. And she's, if you can maybe come on tea work, oh, it's going to happen. But we You kind of get it. If you get it, the tea takes a while, yeah. but it... it <laughs> The water changes color, and yeah. so we're going to have the video people slowly change yeah, fix this that, glass right? of water, okay? Um, and so good. it takes a while in our lives to figure this out, but sometimes we do. Yeah. And we don't get it all right, but God hangs in there with us, yeah. and He stays with us. And our lives become everything full of God's presence sure. within the things that we're doing. I pray this week that you will be able to find peace that passes all understanding as you live for an audience of one. Amen. We hope you received a blessing from this sermon. If you live in the area, we would love for you to join us at Mantino Church of the Nazarene, 698 North Locust Street in Mantino, Illinois. If you don't live close by, we hope you'll become a part of a church in your area where you'll find a community of faith and learn more about what it means to be a follower of Jesus Christ. From Mantino Church of the Nazarene, where we love God, journey together, and serve others, have a blessed day.